Hello and happy Tuesday. Uh, my name is Matthew Novelli and welcome to my second podcast. Uh, this will be, um, I had to create a new login here on Anchor. So um, I'm just trying to figure out, we're ironing out the, the kinks here to get this figured out. I want to make sure um, right now it goes out to, uh, I believe by default, it goes to Spotify, but I would like to have it distributed to Apple Podcasts and others as well. That's what I'm trying to uh, uh, determine how that works. So after I get this recorded, I'll get uh, to work on that and hopefully get this, um, well, published today and again, get it um, distributed. I guess that's the term to use uh, to the different sources. Um, from what I can tell, the only way to listen to this on uh, Spotify is if you have a Spotify login. And I guess I'm guessing that would be the same for the other uh, re, uh, sources as well. So, well, I, I'll figure this out. I mean, just, this is, you know, first week of, uh, doing this and it's, it's a lot to learn. So I got a bit of a learning curve, but uh, I'll get it done. Um, so for today, I wanted to go over just, well, let's start with, um, I was reading about what the median house prices were for Austin and Round Rock. And it is saying, uh, 515,000 sounds pretty high, right? Uh, my family and I live in Elgin, which is just outside of Austin, about 30 minutes. Um, but Austin is a is a hot spot right now. A lot of people are moving from all over to Austin and in the greater Austin area. Um, I wanted okay. Let me first start by saying median. Uh, when I see median house price, uh, this has been a term that has for some reason uh, tripped me up. Uh, and um, to this day, not a hundred percent sure exactly. Uh, how, how medium works, but I've got a definition. I got the definition written here and I've also got the definition for average, which average I understand. Um, so maybe I can uh, uh, figure it. We can figure out what the difference is between median and average uh, together here. If not, um, yeah, no harm, no foul. I just figured I'd, you know, talk about just a little bit. Um, I also wanted to read this article here that I found on uh, ABOR and it's talking about the, um, well, let me just go ahead and get right into it. The title of this article is Austin Round Rock housing market continues to normalize as price uh, growth slows, inventory rises. Let's see the Austin Round Rock housing market continues to trend towards more normal and sustainable levels in July according to the Austin Board of Realtors. Um, median price grew by only 8% year over year uh, to 515,000, a record for the month of July. For the first time, home price growth has been in the single digits since uh, June of 2020. So, okay. Uh, the region's housing inventory reached 2.7 months, the highest level of inventory since 2018. Um, so uh, it is a seller's market. Uh, a lot of people, again, moving here. And so they're looking for homes. Inventory is, well, it's limited. Uh, you'll see a lot of uh, people um, looking to purchase a home and then there'll be bidding wars and a lot of, uh, so uh, it, it, which drives the price up on homes, which for, for a seller, that's great. For a buyer, it can be a headache. Um, but that inventory, I mean, it looks like it's creeping up a little bit. Um, but the sales price of homes, or the median at least, is still really high. I also saw this uh, article on, it's called Narada Real Estate Investments. I don't know. I just looked them up. 
I just, I was looking up for something to read. I came across this. And so it, it basically expands on, um, well, the real estate market for Austin. So here's the title, Austin real estate market forecast uh, for 2022 and 2023. What's happening in the Austin housing market? I don't know what's happening. Okay. Austin housing market is shifting. The market reflects what is happening in other major cities across the country. While activity appears to have slowed slightly in recent months, Austin's home prices are still on the rise. Home prices are still increasing at a faster pace than the 5 to 6% that was historically considered normal. Uh, with fewer home sales, the Austin real estate market is exhibiting uh, indications uh, of slowing down. Okay, so... Let me read that again. With fewer home sales, the Austin real estate market is giving indications of slowing down. So it is cooling off a little, just a, a little bit. However, home values are only 13% higher than they were in June of 2021. The current trend indicates that a slowing growth rate in sales indicates market stabilization. That's what it was said on that previous article. But the demand is still outpacing the supply in a market where housing prices have reached all-time highs. So look at us going for a high score. As a result, Austin home prices are skyrocketing and buyers are bearing the brunt of the burden. Sounds like a children's novel or something. I don't know. Low inventory, high buyer demand, and rising prices will continue throughout the year, creating a competitive market. The median, there's that word, the median. Okay, I'm going to come back to that. Sales price is surging in double digits and will continue to rise over the next 12 months. Um, the market in Austin is by no means balanced since it still favors sellers, but buyers have greater uh, negotiating power than at any time since the outbreak. So when did COVID start two years ago or so? I don't know. Recent months, on average, homes uh, sold for more than 100% of the list price, okay? But in the last few weeks, realtors have begun to see reduced list prices, hence selling prices in re re uh, recent weeks. Okay, calm down a little bit. All right, I want, uh, so to get to this, again, median and average. Uh, average, I understand. You take, so if you have five figures, let's, let's, we'll say the figures are uh, prices of homes, five different prices, and you add those five together, and then you divide them by the number of figures. So that five, and then that gives you the number, your average. So the definition here is to calculate, combine all provided figures and divide by the number of figures. This is deja vu here. That's kind of what I just said. Median. Okay. Here's the one that's tricky for me. It's the price where half of the listed prices are higher and half are lower. Um, and the thing about that, okay, I, I, I remember from grade school, uh, median. You have to have, I think that the part that, that kind of trips me up a little bit 
is what if you don't have an odd amount of figures? So what if you have 10 figures instead of 11? So I get it. If you have 11 figures, you basically go from lowest to highest. So you rank them from lowest to highest. So if it's a sales price and the, let's say the lowest price is 150,000 and the highest price is a million. And then you have your other ones in the middle. And then the very, very middle one of the 11. So uh, that's going to be your median. But what happens when you have an even that? I don't know. I'm not going to try to figure that out today. That's, but I have some clarity with it. I just don't all the way understand it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, so that went well. Um, okay, so the, the other term that I wanted to go over with uh, today was uh, affordability. Okay, let's see how we're doing on time because I was going to try to get to about 15 today if I could. Affordability, home affordability refers to the amount of money you can comfortably afford to spend on a home. So it takes into account your income, down payment, and monthly debts. So I've got some monthly debts that I probably need to pay down. And I need to work on my credit, but that's that's another story. Okay, approved short sale. I have a star by this one because this is going to be one where I read you the definition and still don't understand it. And I'll probably have to look up some more definitions, maybe revisit it in the future. So um, probably also with median and average are the difference at least. Um, approved for short sale indicates that a homeowner's bank has received an offer from a buyer and has determined that the reduced listing price on a home meets their short sale criteria based on the seller circumstances and how much is owed. So I guess that if a bank owns the home or a bank owns will own the home, um, and if they get a low offer, but at least it covers their, how much is owed on the home, they'll sell it even if it's not the, uh, the owner of the home selling or something like that i don't know i have to look into a little bit more but i hope to get bring some clarity to myself maybe to anybody who's listening uh and and we'll revisit that one on a future podcast but i got to start by this one um okay so here's another uh term that i looked up buy rent break even horizon it seems like kind of a fancy name for the, what the definition is but i'll read it concrete point at which buying a home makes more financial sense than renting a home. I just think they gave this definition a fancy name when I would just think of it as, hey, it makes more sense to buy, uh, you should buy it. Or it makes more sense to rent, you should rent it. Uh, you don't need a fancy name to go with it. Just when I read the definition, I was like, oh, something new and some dumb thing. So. Anyway, it's a fancy thing that uh, I think I got this off of Zillow. So it's probably some goofy thing that they say to get you all like, oh, big words, big you know, terms here. OK, buyer's market. So we are not in a buyer's market where I live. We are the exact opposite of this. So it, it, let me read you the definition of what we are not in, buyer, the, the, what a buyer's market is. Um, it is a market condition that exists when homes for sale outnumber the buyers. Homes can sit on the market for as long uh, for a long time and prices drop. That is not happening right now. Uh, well, actually, okay, I've seen it happen a few times. Um, actually, in my neighborhood, as a matter of fact, it makes me think because there have been a couple homes that have sat on the market for a little bit, and if a home sits on the market for a while. 
are for longer than, and I forget what, like the average, and I should have had these stats pulled up by now, but a home sells pretty quick uh, in our neighborhood, in our area, and of course in Austin. And I want to say it's between 30, 45 days. I could be a little bit off, but um, so if a home sits on the market longer than that, it, for one, uh, it looks bad because of it's sitting there. And then when you're looking on the MLS, there's a, a, a average days on the market there at the bottom. Somebody says, well, why has this home been on the market for 60 days? Chances are it's one of two reasons. One, more likely it's the price. The price, the price is too high. Or two, it's something major wrong with the house. Um, it could be the foundation or the root. Some big, big, big repair that future homeowner is going to have to go in and pay quite a bit of money just to move in. So it, at the end of the day, it comes down to money, whether it's money up front, whether they have to pay, you know, for a, a you know high price house or money they got to spend when they get into this house to repair something. So, I mean, that can keep a house in the market for a long time um, in a buyer's market or a seller's market. Again, right now it's a seller's market. So you don't see homes sit on the market that long, but there are um, a couple in this neighborhood and it's, and it, I'm curious to see, I'm curious why they've been on the market. We went and looked at one of them. It was a nice home. It was a little outdated, um, but, and the price seemed right. So I'm, I maybe need to go back and, and, and ask some questions on that one. Um, but again, if it is a buyer's market, um, there are uh, the supply, outweighs the demand so there's more supply than there is demand so there's more houses on the market than there are people to buy um and then that's when you see lots of houses sit on the market and when they sit on the market for a while our house sits on there for over 30 45 days and it doesn't sell the price will drop and then it may even drop some more until somebody becomes interested um and that is again the opposite of what we have here um and i from what I've been told and I've kind of asked is, you know, when is this bubble going to burst? When is, you know, the big crash going to come in Austin? And it doesn't sound like anytime soon, but I don't think anybody knows for sure. Nobody can say, oh, well, here's the date. Nobody's got that crystal ball. These are just, you know, people can predict. So um, I think we're going to be in a seller's market in this area. Uh, uh, here for a while and it'll be interesting to see just how high the price of these homes get. Um, so that looks like that's about 15 minutes. Um, thank you for stopping by. Um, again, I hope to have some more kinks worked out, have some of this, uh, uh, where it's on some of the other, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever the other ones are called. I need to probably start learning some of these names. It should go once I publish this to Spotify, um, and, um, and then, uh, hope to, you know, uh, do podcasts at least once a week, twice a week. We'll see how this goes. Um, but it, I hope y'all have a good day. Um, my name is Matthew Novelli and, um, talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.